Yo, Chad, what if I told you there's a platform that could completely revolutionize your hiring strategy in a matter of hours? Yeah, I'd call bullshit. Well, it's not bullshit with AI for jobs powered by our friends at This Way Global. Okay, I'm listening. Uh, While everyone else is fishing in the same old talent pools, AI for jobs can source over 160 million diverse candidate profiles. This Way Global has established unique partnerships with over 8,500 trusted diversity partners. So wait a minute. All of the hard on-the-ground work is already done. That's right, Cowboy. You can discover 300 qualified candidates per job rack instantly. Wow. It's like having a candidate sourcing magic wand. (laughs) Dude, if you had a magic wand, you would have Mexican pizzas all day. Mm. Uh, Stop distracting me, Sowash. AI for Jobs Advanced Matching Algorithm analyzes past applicants using trillions of historical matching events and over 1,600 data points. Now that is what AI should be doing, saving recruiters time on sourcing while they provide a white glove candidate experience. Let's wrap this shit up. I'm hungry. Listen up, kids. Revolutionize your hiring process today by jumping over to thiswayglobal.com and checking out AI for Jobs, where you can learn more about how to leverage AI for your recruiting instead of just writing poems and grocery lists. That is thiswayglobal.com. We out. Sovereign is known for providing the world's best and most accurate parsing products. And now, based on that technology, comes Sovereign's artificial intelligence matching and scoring software. In fractions of a second, receive match results that provide candidates scored by fit to job, and just as importantly, the job's fit to the candidate. Make faster and better placements. Find out more about our suite of products today by visiting Sovereign.com. That's S-O-V-R-E-N dot com. We provide technology that thinks, communicates, and collaborates like a human. Sovereign. Software so human, you'll want to take it to dinner. Hi, this is Tim Guy, the unbiased interview robot. You're listening to the Chad and Cheese podcast. I love these guys. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, rash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese podcast. Oh, shit. It's Monday, and we're talking robots. Fry is back in the house, everybody. You know you love them. This is Joel Cheeseman, your co-host for the Chad and Cheese podcast, joined as always by my faithful sidekick, Chad Sowash. Chad, how are you? This is robot day, man. I can't wait. Robot day. Yeah. So let's let's, let's bring in the duo uh, straight out of Sweden. Uh, Sencha, head of product, Elon, CEO of uh, Tingai Unbiased. Guys, how you doing in 2020? It's been a while. Well, it's been a while. Yeah, we're doing good. Um, given that 2020 is a really crappy year, though, um, global-wise and pandemic-wise. Yeah. But otherwise, I think that we're quite good. What do you say, Sinja? Definitely, definitely. It's going to be fun to talk about Tengai today. <laughs> <laughs> He's had too many cups of coffee, I believe. Since, uh, since we're in 2020 and we can't get out and people can't really do the see, feel, touch of the recruiting robot, how how much harder has it been 
to be able to get people interested and also adopting. Because before, I mean, once I got in front of 10 guy and started to interact, it was like a, a, an automatic sell, right? But it's harder to do that now. So what, what's it like today? It's, uh, it's challenging for everyone not, not being able to meet face-to-face. So uh, we're adjusting as, 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 part of, um, as part of this situation, of course. So we're doing a lot of uh, demos online. We're doing a lot of video meetings um, and, and things like that. But I think the, the interest in Tengai is still quite big. Um, and we're trying to adjust to demoing Tengai over video. On the, on the brighter side, I mean, Tengai isn't, um, isn't able to, to get the virus, which is quite good. So using Tengai in, Tengai in that situation is, might be quite beneficial, though. Yeah, agreed. So is that, is that like one of the big selling points now? You still have these... These essential workers that have to come in, they have to interview, but you want to mitigate risk. Uh, Ten Guy will help you mitigate risk and be unbiased during the interview. Is that part of the pitch now? I mean, because this it, it had to have changed. Yeah, we actually we actually had that as a pitch um, moving sort of the uh, the early stages of the pandemic. Uh, so we used Ten Guy in. Uh, together with a municipality in Sweden for, for that specific purpose where they needed to recruit people to their healthcare. Um, and we used Tengai for that purpose, uh, knowing that uh, we could minimize the risk of, of contamination during that interview. Uh, so yeah, might be, a, might, might be a selling point. So you uh, were here today primarily uh, because we have something that you guys have been working on for a long time. Uh, obviously, you're very excited about it. Our listeners who have been following you for the past few years have been waiting for this English-speaking Ting guy. So today's the day, kids. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> should I talk about the the engineering challenge around that because I think uh, we probably don't have a, an appreciation for probably how challenging it was. You know, we have UK English, we have American English, Australian English, we have different sort of angles and context to all of that stuff. So talk about the unveiling and then the engineering challenge challenges behind it. I, I want to know if you have Mississippi English because that, that's a feat. <laughs> Bill Billy Tengai coming in 2022. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, we, we decided early for, for American English because uh, actually what, what we think or that you can maybe fill, fill in uh, that UK is more Mucin in US is is not as uh, interesting for Americans as American in is in Britain. So we decided to to go for American English, uh, and then it was mostly about translating and making it con- contextualizing uh, questions do- so that they both sound right and uh, have the and we keep the core of the questions as in Swedish as in English. So we have been working with a couple of translators, both that are both actually British American. Uh, we have also an Aust- Australian English as well. Oh, nice! So we were like working because we we did like Swinglish first, you know, <laughs> Swedes translated to English, uh, and we were like, well, this is this sounds good, uh, and then. <laughs> Couple of, couple of uh, well, uh, Americans and British uh, listened to it and were like, "Okay, uh, this is this is not how we how we talk and how we pronounce stuff." So, so they did. Uh, they have done uh, a lot of a lot of uh, work on it. Yeah, and, and and I think that not only that, it's uh, it's also a question of of the back channels, like how we do the um, how we do the uh huh mm-hmm, uh-huh, the cultural thing that we have in a dialogue, which is different from from the Swedish way of doing it and, and into UK, US, 
uh, and all over the world, actually. We, we do a lot of different things uh, cultural-wise uh, yeah. in a dialogue that we needed to uh, find a solution for, basically, so that candidate can feel safe and secure during, during their interview. It's Swedish, Swedish people, when, when, when you're talking, the one that's listening is always like, hmm, hmm, hmm. And we did, did actually have that in the first English version. And most of them that are not that are native English uh, were like, "Why is it doing that? Why is it?" <laughs> Can you tell your robot to shut up? I'm trying to answer a question. Yeah. So that's that's gone in English version. So how many engineers did it take to to build this thing, and how many hours? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> engineers. I mean, we had like. Couple of translators, and then um, what? Can four to five months okay. of uh, translating, testing, coding, retesting. Uh, the the main part of product development is testing to understand. Yeah. Okay, does this actually work in a in a an actual interview? Um, yeah. How does the how does the candidate respond? How how do the candidate interact with the robot? And how do you guys do that? Do you do you, do you bring in random people to do it? Yeah. Do you yeah. use internal? Yeah. First internal, then then definitely uh, pre- pretty soon after we we bring in external candidates. Okay. I think as, as it is when when most technology, the more data, the better. Yeah. So the more interview data that we can can get in order to understand if. If it's a good or, or a bad interview, basically, um, the better. Yeah. Did you have access to uh, Americans or there in Sweden that you kind of plucked out and put in a yeah. room with 10 guys? Is that what you did? Yeah. 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 So you have the shiny new toy. Talk about the rollout. Is it like European pan English speaking companies? Is it worldwide? Like talk about uh, how you guys are targeting and, and rolling this thing out. From the beginning, we had um, the plan was to launch it in in U.S. during uh, beginning of 20, 2020, uh, at least 2021. But given given the situation, the global situation and the possibility of moving and um, be physically there, uh, it's a challenge, of course. So the, the strategy now is to work with uh, Swedish multinational brands that has English as their, one of their needs for, for expanding this, uh, this product in their organization. So that's the first, first sort of rollout that we're doing. Um, and it's also been a demand for, uh, for our clients in Sweden to have the English version as well. Um, and uh, in parallel with that, we do have the partnership program uh, that we started out in, uh, during the spring, just before the summer. Uh, which is it started out as the uh, sort of the cooperation together with with CNG, who is the, the partner company in Sweden that we're working with. So they have put all their sales force within this rollout in Sweden, um, and they have actually been waiting for this new release that was released first of September with an updated software with the English skill. Uh, and with an updated um, sort of interview, with updated interview content. Um, so that is also one one part of the rollout strategy to go with partnerships. So we do have uh, current sort of dialogues with uh, companies in in US and UK primarily. So how do you target partners and then also brands? Because it, it's funny we've talked about IKEA because obviously they're yeah. in Sweden, uh, but they also have a huge footprint here in the US as well, and you know I would assume across all over the world. Uh, how do you target those brands and are you looking for partners to do that? Or are you guys doing that or is it a combination? I think it's a combination. Looking at the, the targets in, in Sweden, we've been, we've been targeting uh, companies that has really high demands on sustainability, uh, on diversity and inclusion, 
and companies that actually want to do um, the next step of their diversity inclusion efforts. Um, so we, we've been working quite closely with them. So what about, you talk about diversity and inclusion, which is yeah. obviously big over here in the States. You've, you've noticed that there's a, some, some huge movements, which, which have been long awaited. Uh, unfortunately, they had to be sparked off with, with, uh, with uh, some very, very uh, bad incidents. Um, yeah. When that happened, it just seemed like, it seemed like diversity equity and inclusion really rose to the top and being unbiased is incredibly important, but there are a ton of people that are out there that are haters and don't believe that any algorithm can be unbiased because to be quite frank, most algorithms are programmed by uh, white dudes, right? So what's, what's your, I know there's a science behind it. Can you talk us through, help us understand how this technology, whether it's physical or just the algorithm, them is not biased. We've been doing this for quite many years in Sweden, and we've been doing unbiased recruitment in a manual way for 15 years. Um, and what uh, what we have sort of explored during during those years is that an, a process needs to be col- a data collection, and we need to collect the the right amounts and the uh, the right data in order to make better hiring decisions. So looking at the interview, which which is 10 guys, uh, 10 guys topic, uh, we need to uh, look at what is it in the interview that we could collect uh, with data that make, makes it unbiased. And it needs to be structured. It needs to be anonymous. Uh, it needs to be focused on the things that can be related to uh, behavioral science. So those are the things that we have been focusing on, extracting uh, the right amount of data from that. So we don't use, for example, we don't use data such as age or gender or ethnicity or race or whatever. We only use the behavioral science data that doesn't have a discriminatory ground. Uh, And from that, we've actually done uh, a rule-based situation, uh, pretty much as, um, as used in personality tests. We know that there's a there's a given fact when it comes to performance in different areas in personality. So we have actually just put those things together with the parts from the personality tests and the parts from the behavioral science uh, and into what we call an interview hybrid. So we're combining those two things. And perhaps, Michelle, you can perhaps you can explain how the personality indicator and the behavior indicator actually works. We have the TPI is like the overall name and TPI is Tengai Performance Indicator. And that's both like the framework, but also the score that every candidate gets at the end of the interview. Uh, and the TPI is is then combined is actually a combination of two different scores. Uh, as Elin mentioned, it's personality indicator, and then you have the behavior indicator. Uh, personality indicator is uh, statements that a robot uh, asks a candidate, and can, candidate needs to either ag- agree or disagree, either by saying yes or no, or or giving like longer answer that. Uh, Tengai interprets into either being positive or negative, and this is this is connected to uh, studies uh, about Big Five and general work performance. So it's not it's not like whole Big Five, but parts of Big Five that is being measured by by this first like personality indicator, and that score is actually automatic uh, in this new version. Uh, so right after you, a candidate com- completes interview, the score is already in the in the software. 
so recruiter need uh, knows already that okay th- this candidate is good to go move forward or or, or not Okay, listener, how can you help your employees become more productive? I have answers. How about automating manual and repetitive tasks, giving meaning to data, then allowing that data to actually drive decisions? And how about matching people to your jobs quicker? Well, wait, the Chad and Cheese has a new LLM? No, Cheeseman. I'm talking about text kernel. Ah, okay. That makes more sense. What I'm hearing is the groundbreaking concept of, wait for it, yeah, simplicity. <laughs> seriously, though, seriously. Text kernel cuts through the complexities like a tortilla chip through some hot nacho cheese. Oh, my God. Really? Nacho references already. Anyways, text uh-huh. kernel brings efficiency and productivity to your operations. Text kernel seamlessly unifies your tools and data to drive efficiencies and success. TextKernel is creating new opportunities for your recruitment journey, kind of like adding guac to my barbacoa burrito. Oh, my God. How about extracting meaningful insights from data? I mean, that, that's something. Swiftly matching yeah. people with jobs, automating repetitive tasks. Who knew such advanced concepts were even possible in the land of human resources? Uh, we did, Chad. We did. Dude, wrap it up. I'm a little hungry. Imagine that. Uh, okay, listener, get ready to use today's tech to drive efficiencies and productivity. Visit textkernel.com. That's T-E-X-T-K-E-R-N-E-L.com. Mmm, nachos. <laughs> Yeah, and th- that's also the part that that's been validated that you announced earlier this year. Yeah, exactly. Well, here, here's a quick question around validation, and also there's yeah. a huge population of individuals out there who don't act and or respond the same way that you know Bob does, and those are yeah. individuals with disabilities. Did you guys do advanced testing to ensure that every different segment was represented in testing to ensure that there truly wasn't any any bias even in that sector? Yeah, well, I mean, we did. We have done some tests, and and so as far as we know, ninety eight percent of the answers that uh, Tengai has interpreted have have been right. I mean, the candidate has has talked. Uh, the thing I interpreted is was it, this was positive, negative, and has like ninety eight percent of. What we can see when it comes to people with, with uh, disabilities is that, for example, we we did um, a lot of testing on people with autism uh, had a little difficulties in normal human to human interviews since they had problems keeping eye contact, etc., and they needed more time to respond, etc., and that worked really, really well with this type of technology. Um, so they felt more positive after the uh, robot interview than they felt after a human-to-human interview, um, simply because the, the robots uh, didn't fill in gaps or uh, just waited for, for the candidate to actually give their view of things. So from that perspective, that was really, really good. I'm going to address the elephant in the room uh, real quickly. You guys are, are I'm going to say, four years old at this point, somewhere around yeah. there. And I, I would... I was one of the first that sort of reported on you guys, and and I would say the 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 comments I generally got was like, "This is a PR stunt. This is a joke. These guys will be dead in six months." 
And those comments still continue today. But here we are four years later, you guys have launched in English. For anyone who thinks, you know, this is still a joke, this is just, this isn't going to happen, robot recruiting is not going to be a thing. What would you tell those folks? Now, I think that, you know, most people that are, are very negative towards us and, and think that it's a gimmick or whatever, they haven't actually met Tengai. And um, they have never sat down in a room with Tengai conducting this sort of interview. Um, and we know from experience that people that has been negative in the beginning, sitting down with Tengai, they, they have a different approach afterwards. The things that they most always tell us is that, okay, this was not what I expected. This was a really serious interview. It was really hard, but I also felt that I could be uh, sort of evaluated for my skill sets and nothing else. I totally get the purpose. I look at this as more of a data collection tool than anything else, that more than a robot. Are you willing to talk about how many customers you have, or is it not even necessarily about that as much as it is we're still building the product? I, th- I think that we're still building the product, and we're mainly focusing uh, at the moment locally. Uh, we do have a, f- uh, a few clients in Sweden uh, that we're super happy about, uh, still within municipalities, a few banks. We're having uh, really good dialogues together with Swedish authorities, etc. So, uh, but but still, for us, it's it's been really important to build a really good product and to to focus on the science part uh, part of it. And uh, to uh, so, so ba- basically, we we launched the first product first of September, which is the combination between the automatic and the manual part. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't t- tell you about the second the second part. So just so you just so you know. Yeah, yeah, give us the behavior indicators in a chat. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so the f- so the f- first score is automatic, and that's that's based on personality of the of the ca- candidate related to general work performance. Uh, so you get like the whole the gr- the group of candidates they get interviewed. You have the first score automatic. Then you have the then second the second part of it. It's it's called behavior indicator, and that's like uh, past behavior questions, uh, like. Uh, how how do you solve a problem? Uh, give me a situation where you did that. Uh, what did you learn? Some some something similar like like that, uh, and that's where Tengai records uh, answer and then presents the the answer to the recruiter uh, like audio files uh, that send the, uh, the recruiter can uh, score candidates according to a grading system that we have created. Uh, so you have like robot does the first scoring. Uh, where candidate states that I am like this, this is my personality, I'm good for this role. And then you have the audio scoring that we call it, uh, where the candidate also gets to describe its competence. And that's like where what we are thinking that magic happens when you have like, okay, candidate says he or she is like this, and they can also describe when you have combined these two, like, okay, probably it's a good, it's a good candidate. To, to move for, move forward with Elon, you talked about you talked sorry you talked about uh, sort of the what what uh, I, I'm I'm assuming what employers think uh, when they meet Tengai and go through the process. What has been the reaction with job seekers as you guys roll this out? And is it is it what you expected or is it different than what you anticipated? It's uh, both what we expected and some new things has come up along the way. But what we mostly get when the sort of the uh, when the shock with this technology sort of lands throughout the interview, because that's basically what happens the first thing when a candidate hadn't met a robot before. And they're starting to get sort of intrigued and feel like, okay, this is amazing, etc. But I think that when that has sort of 
sort of landed a bit. Uh, they feel like, okay, now I have started my interview and I'm talking to this white piece of plastic, but all of a sudden they sort of start to forget that it's actually a robot that they're, that they're talking to. And that is what we felt as well when we started to work with this product and this platform. Uh, because it's so interactive and it behaves just like a human. And it's, it's natural for us to actually feel that it's human communication that we're sort of doing. So even though we can see it's a white piece of plastic and it's, um, uh, it's, uh, that it's a robot, the brain sort of interprets the communication as human communication. So the brain tells us that it's a human that we're talking to. So that's why it sort of creates this strange feeling uh, for people, okay, I can see it's a robot, but I felt that it was, I sort of forgot that it was a robot I was talking to. And that's natural, I think. I'd like to say that I was definitely one of those haters at first. Before we went to Portugal and actually met 10 Guy, I thought this is just can't be real. The interaction can't be there. And it was. And you said something earlier was eye contact. Yeah. Ten guy makes eye contact, makes those subtle gestures, and it was really interesting just to to engage. But that being said, knowing Ten guy can make that eye contact and is looking for that eye contact, we're hearing some some pretty bad legislation coming out for facial recognition. Does Ten guy yeah. do facial recognition and if not will she moving forward she will not use facial recognition we do use face uh, face tracking uh, which yeah so uh, and it's the purpose of that is basically to make sure that the robot can follow uh, the face that it's tracking so it's, mm -hmm. it's a, more of a interactive uh, experience for the candidate um, there's also um, quite many things coming up when it comes to face tracking such as smile detection etc so you can tell tell us more about that perhaps but but we will never um, and we don't have that in our in our pipeline to use facial recognition in terms of connecting that to different behaviors. Yeah. Well, guys, as always, it's been a pleasure. Uh, for our listeners who don't know about Tengai, where do you send them? Uh, to TengaiUnbiased.com. And you better spell it for people. <laughs> yeah. T-N-G-A-I. See, I even screwed it up. Tengai yeah. Unbiased. Dot com guys thanks a lot and chad thank you we out we out how do you say we out in swedish we hush we hush we hush we out thank you for listening to podcasts with chad and cheese brilliant they talk about recruiting they talk about technology but most of all they talk about nothing anywho be sure to subscribe today on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We out. The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain -brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast.